This is the Goldilocks sound. If you're not doing anything that's interesting, then you got to get a lot of money, Mac. you got to make a fortune to keep a boring job or to, or to support a war in Vietnam that's evil, that's murderous. So we struggle in our own humble way to destroy the United States. Be the most to if you're not doing anything, better than better. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is Rachel Twist. I'm your host of the podcast that is yet to be named. And here I am with my guest host, Cody Chatton. Hello. And he is super excited to be here. I only had to beg him for a couple days now. Months. Months now. And we're going to talk a little bit about... I was driving down Northwest Highway today. I was driving, and this car next to me, which was a nice car, I think it was like a Lexus, but I wasn't really paying attention. It just had like a kind of suburban, dark colored car. Nice luxury. And the guy inside was like waving me down. And at first he told me that my like backside uh, brake light was out. And so I was like, oh, I'm sorry. thinking that like oh shit did you almost hit me my bad and he was like no um actually I just wanted to talk to you like you're you're just so beautiful and I look like I'm sure Cody can attest to this but I look like a homeless person right now first red flag (laughs) for him thinking I'm beautiful wait a minute (laughs) so I I just kind of laughed and I'm like uh thanks and he was like can I get your number can you pull over right here and we can exchange numbers? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I looked to where he was going to pull into and it was the lake house, which was closed. So no other cars were there. So then I just, (laughs) exactly. So I just drove off and I was like, uh, whatever. But there was no other cars out at that time. So he could see me for like a very long distance. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to race off because there's nowhere for me to race to that he couldn't catch. And you weren't going to dust his Lexus in your case. Yeah, exactly. Even with my active eco off, your I'm not going to. Electric uh, <laughs> power steering. Yeah, it goes out sometimes, you know. <laughs> Which is very dangerous. Yeah. I, like I don't see the point of electric power steering. Maybe I am danger seeking behavior. Person. By having a Kia Soul? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, if you have a Kia Soul, you probably don't like yourself very much and <laughs> respect your body. You probably consider yourself as more of a hamster type. <laughs> well, fuck it. Do I'll get remember, a new hamster. Do you remember the Nissan Cubes? Those are kind of tight. I wish I didn't. <laughs> I think they were kind of cool, though. Like For who? For ravers. Come on. <laughs> ravers love those things. You could change the lights. It was like made for somebody who's rolling (laughs) jesus i'm sorry um so i was driving and i drove off and then he caught up with me at the next light and he was like what happened i was like yeah you were about to go somewhere sketchy so i don't want to get like murked or anything and he was like he was like i'm sorry i didn't really think of it that way like uh my bad blah 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 so he seemed really sincere and i was like i'll go to this gas station over there that was really popular busy like an exxon and if you want to exchange numbers, like, that's fine. He was a handsome-looking guy. Dispatch, we've got a 1035 in progress. <laughs> I am such a sucker, okay? Like, I get it. I'm a sucker. So, then I pull into the gas station. I, like, 
I rolled down the window and he's starting to talk to me, but like we're parked on other sides of the pumps. And so I was just like, I'm just going to get out. So I got out and like locked my car and had the keys in my fingers. So I was like, I'm ready and <laughs> I'm ready for this. Fuck me up, dog. <laughs> Let's go. You ought to get a pepper spray. Are you going to like fuck me or fight me? Okay. Cause I'm down for both. If you know what I'm saying. You're just right. kidding. I guess you could um, do both at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what kind of human being There's I am. There's no difference between fucking and fighting. <laughs> it was weird because I was wary but I wasn't like wary enough like I don't ultimately feel scared of what a person could do to me um so we started talking and he's like really like capturing a lot of things that have been going on in my life lately and he was like I can tell this about you I can tell this about you and like I feel like you're an important person and I'm here to serve you the universe read your mind yeah so he was really like speaking or at least your eyebrows He was, like, taking my new information and then processing it and reflecting it back to me, like, what I wanted to hear. And I was, like, I said it out loud, and I was, like, oh, you're good. Like, I can see you're a salesperson. And he was, like, what? I'm not trying to sell you anything. And I was, like, no, you're trying to sell yourself right now. You're, like, I get it. Like, Well, I'm trying to sell you a Kia Soul. (laughs) He's, like, I'm trying to sell you a new bumper for your Kia Soul. (laughs) So anyways, the guy's like saying like, I'm married though. Like, I just want to serve you. Like, I feel like if it's spiritually, friendship wise, sexually, like whatever you need me to do, he said I will that? do it. Yeah. Sexually? Yeah. He said the word sexually? Yeah. Oh, what a fucking creep. And I was just like, I'm not really in a place to receive that sexually because I already know this road and I'm just not in a place for that. And he was just like, oh, okay, so you've had a lot of sexual trauma in your life. And I'm like, yeah, you're reading into this, right? <laughs> like, good for you. Um, you've also played the game. <laughs> and so he was like trying to really feed my ego in more like intellectual ways. And I was just like, oh, you're really feeding, you're really feeding me right now. Cause like, this is the kind of stuff I value. Brain food. And the thing is like, I was letting him know, like, yeah, like, I see what you're doing here, and you're doing it really well. And whether you're doing it earnestly and un... What is the word? Like, unscripted? Like, he doesn't do this mm. all the time. Or maybe he really feels this, but he's really... Maybe you were the third one this morning. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you can't really trust anything, in my mind. Like, for me, it just is like a mind fuck because it's all these things I've been thinking about. But it was all these things I was thinking about, like, as my childhood trauma of the things that I wanted like a man to take care of me like having that father figure pulled me up with your big strong arms (laughs) exactly and he was really feeding into that and I was just like that's something I really don't want like I don't want this hooks in my head fool (laughs) I don't want like to be codependent and depend on somebody so the fact that he was really trying to feed into that like it just kind of bothered me like man I don't want to be susceptible to someone like really drawing me in by manipulation of reading me because I'm so transparent that I get like mind fucked Mm. and then I get into a bad situation yet again at just different levels of society another aspect to consider yeah and I just feel like I can't trust anything I can't even trust my own attraction because it's skewed by perception so I'm gonna really have to like erase everything some people do wear their emotions like a crown yeah some and people are I very easily like read even to the untrained eye do you feel like i'm easy to read um mm. am 
I like an onion there, there are, or an orange? There are uh, things to support both sides of that argument. <laughs> what do you think about Same. me before you met me? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking about before I met you. That because was your many whole years. life started that was many the day years. you met me. <laughs> no, I got kidding. super fucking drunk the day I met you. Really? At the I don't Rock remember. Pits with Logan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my friends were there. Okay, so that was our first and actual Logan, meeting. Logan, uh, not to incriminate my cousin, <laughs> but Logan ripped the weed pipe right after drinking like some real stout German beer mm-hmm. and just threw up all over himself in the Rock Pit. You don't remember that? Kind of not. I feel like Pretty I was much just... much everyone but you threw up that night. Yeah, I was just kind of floating around and I didn't really drink because I was just like, I got wasted the night before and uh, I was like, I'm hungover. I'm just going to float away into the abyss See, until I, I was die. like, <laughs> what, 13? Yeah. So. You were a baby and you were an asshole. Yeah. And that's what I was just like, Logan, you let this 13-year-old walk all over you and like command you. <laughs> like well, Me and Logan have always had that communication. We can speak very I plainly. I feel like Even he, though I am he would let you talk so much shit to him. He'd give it right back. Oh, well, I was seeing a different kind of like, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, Cody. You're right. And I was like, um, who's the adult here? I didn't mean to abuse here? the guy. <laughs> No, I'm just Logan, sure. If you ever hear this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for hurting. I didn't hurting. mean to hurt you. <laughs> no, and I just like pulled him aside at like Waffle House, and I was like, "You can't let people talk to <laughs> you that way. Like, you need to like run. If he's a child, you need to run this shit. Like, no, be for like, a long Nair. time, I tore him down every chance I got. But I would do that to everybody. Why? I don't know. I was just You're an just asshole. Angry. Yeah, angsty. Yeah. Pissed off and thought I was smarter than I was. Oh yeah, I thought Just I knew everything. Thinking I can go I around tearing age. people down way more than I needed to. What was kind of your big moment of change? Um, that's a tough question. It's all very hazy. I think it was like very gradual. A, there wasn't like this super there, profound moment. I don't think that moment. there was one moment. No, I think it's a very gradual change where I'll get snaps, mm-hmm. flashes of. of how I've been rude and how I've been mean. It had a lot to do with mushrooms, actually. Mm-hmm. So the change is very gradual in being very uh, abrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense the way I put it. But of but, all, but the, if you've of done all mushrooms, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's no real English words to say what I'm saying, but I'm gonna try. Um, in all the stress and being overwhelmed that I felt on mushrooms, all the schizophrenic thought not being on mushrooms later has taught me that I've been a very rude motherfucker Mm -hmm. and there's no reason to do that even if I have my own judgment why pass it yeah in a non-constructive way yeah because it doesn't really serve a purpose no it doesn't just to try to tear somebody down and make me feel good about myself I don't need to feel good about myself that'll come in time what do you think will create that time for you when living and learning Living and learning. You have so much of your life ahead of you, and I actually, I don't have like super jealousy, ageism problems, but I could see, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I could see being a little jealous. You have so much shit to fuck up. You know how you know how awesome that is. And a lot of time to do it in. Mm Mm-hmm. No, definitely. So. But that's not the goal. Cody is actually like a jack of all trades. He is a carpenter. He's an artist. <laughs> he is. I built this church. <laughs> he's a photographer. He also hangs out with harlots and whores. 
Whoa. <laughs> so Not he actually he, he actually has a Jesus complex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm charlatan of sorts. I'm just kidding. I just knew I could turn it that, that direction for you. <laughs> He's actually the newest messiah on on the planet right here on this podcast the newest messiah sweeping the nation <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit about teams. your cult a l- you know i'll just a, a give us a, um, a teaser well my overall plan is to move probably to utah mexico yeah. somewhere maybe take four or five wives and um just breed them relentlessly <laughs> for about Five, six years. How many kids would that be? Let's let's say you can have a kid a year. Somewhere around thirty kids. And then You get raise them, them to all support you. Raise them the best I can. Teach them how to work the fields. <laughs> and then by the time I'm old and gray and I need it, I've got a small army of children to do my bidding. And take care of me. Because I'm not gonna have thieves? social security. <laughs> I'm not getting Social Security. I'm going to need an army of children. Well, if you run a religious sect, you won't have to pay taxes either. Ah, yes. We didn't get into the tax cut uh, <laughs> sector of my plan. It's actually financially beneficial to run a cult rather than a business. Think about it. If you haven't <laughs> if you haven't weighed your options of starting a cult, maybe now's the time to think in the year 2019. The only thing is you can't call it a cult. Um, Let's call it backwards. Tulk. Tluck. Click. Tluck. Plucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pluck. Yeah. It's, you can't really, the T is silent. It's just luck. Luck. We're going to join a luck community. <laughs> I'm not joining one. I'm owning one. <laughs> luck community is a great place. You can place join mine if you want. For you and your family to retire. I haven't written the application yet, but they'll be posted soon. Have you ever had feelings? <laughs> have, have you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the selling point. <laughs> Have you ever wanted things? (laughs) Have you ever wanted? Have you ever had the desire to desire? (laughs) Then we have a place for you. It's the Luck Community Townhomes. (laughs) Sacrifice yourself (laughs) for the good of me. And then we're like, he's just joking. Not joking. (laughs) No, he's not joking. I'm as serious as low blood pressure. Oh, shit. So, Cody has been working on a lot of creative projects. Can you tell us a little bit about those? That was a misstatement. I don't um, know. Um, tell us about the time that in the morning you had to make art, and it was very interesting. Oh, there are certain aspects of the reasoning behind it that I don't want to get into. Because the Illuminati is after you? <laughs> no, because it was a stupid experience, and I don't want to sound stupid on the radio. It wasn't stupid. It was a special time. It was very <laughs> stupid. I got myself into that. But um, the moral of the story is don't hit random blunts in the streets of Dallas. Especially in Deep Ellum. Don't let people eye you up and down. Don't let your friend who's predisposed to schizophrenia and has had very terrible experiences on acid <laughs> hit said blunts. You know, that's probably the moral of it. Don't get robbed. Um... You even finished your story. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. So we're going to just like, we're just going to bring you back Take a little Take a hard bit. left. <laughs> and where was I at in the story? Um, was the last you, thing you The remember? last thing we talked about uh, was him making his offer that he wants to serve you. Yeah. So it was weird he just kept saying that. And I was like, oh, that's really speaking to me. 
But then I also just felt this uneasiness, like, okay, so he was sitting in his passenger side of his car, and he, with the door open, and then he was like, will you come over here and give me a hug? And I was just like, that's kind of weird. And I was like, no, like, I'm not going to do it with you sitting down in your car, like, I'll give you a hug if you stand up, I guess, like, but just kind of being like, why are you being weird? And so then he kind of, like, patted me on the back and didn't really give me a hug, and then, so, we parted ways, I gave him my number, because I still just wasn't really processing, like, how weird the whole thing was, and how I shouldn't have, like, pulled over to talk to any guy for any reason, but I also don't like living in fear, because then I feel like fear dictates all of my decision making, and I don't want to be dictated by fear. And so, you know, there's a lot of little things at play with me just trying to process what's going on. And then, so I'm behind him, but I'm giving him a ton of space to get some like space in between us. And then finally he never turns anywhere and I still need to go straight. But then I was like, I'm just going to go right here and do like a square to just space out and avoid him. him. Mm -hmm. And so he's in the left lane and I slow down to make a right turn. And then all of a sudden he cuts over in front of me. And from the left lane to make the right turn too with me. And I just kind of stopped so he could do that. But I was like already committed to doing the right turn. And so then I went down like a different street and just came home and I was like, I need to tell Cody what happened because it was weird. At this point in time, I'm fast asleep. Mm -hmm. So then I wake him up and say that it's time for him to work. (laughs) And part of his job is helping me figure out... (coughs) who this person is because based on what this guy was telling me that he he was married public figure he was 51 years old but he looked super young like maybe 30 and the information i was given at the time was very broken yeah like he's 50 ish his name is beep and he was a professional i thought he didn't tell me he was he said he's a professional yeah, he said, I'm a public figure. Don't worry, baby, I'm a professional. So our relationship couldn't really go get out because I can't have that in my life. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I would totally see your side of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to tell anyone anything. Little do you mistress. know, I have a podcast. <laughs> Little do you know, I have a podcast yeah. talking about Dallas, well, and I'm going to fucking blow you up over it. But names gonna, will not be named. Yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to ruin his life, and I'm sure he's doing this to other people. He can do it all on his own. Yeah, he can do bad all on his own. And so then I looked him up with the, I wrote on Facebook, like, does anyone know a professional football player that would be local that had this name and would be around this age and someone actually gave me a straight up name and i looked at his picture and i knew it was him and he was a professional yeah and so i i just from my intuitive thinking of like putting together like his rings on his finger he said he was a public figure he had a cowboy's oh i can't even say it oh shit you've gone too far (laughs) I'll, i'll cut that okay um, so it was legit that he is a real person and maybe, yeah, I don't know if anything else he was telling me was true, but honestly, like I'm not really in a position for like, I don't want to have a codependent relationship. And honestly, I was just intrigued to have the conversation because he said something about my aura because I was like that. If you said anything else like about my butt, my eyes, like being beautiful, but you say something about my soul. <laughs> I'm like, hold God. up, hold up. What was that? You That's think you think I have dropper. a you think I have a aura? 
so purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I felt like, okay, so he was in a nice vehicle. So I was just like, I didn't feel that scared. Not to say that rich people can't. Um, oh, didn't it have dealer tags? Yeah, so it had dealership tags, but where it's still like in the window. So it was on a fucking test drive. Um, there are plenty of cars in Dallas driving around with dealer tags. Yeah, so okay, that part was a little weird too. Like, why wouldn't you just have your own vehicle? But whatever. Anyways, I'm not even interested. I just wanted to see what the conversation was about because he mentioned my aura. I was like, maybe it does have some significant meaning or he has a message for me. Maybe he's just trying to R. Kelly my ass in some weird sex slavery. Could be some God shit. Yeah, Could that's what I was thinking. Could be some snatched shit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking more like God stuff, you know? And I was like, yeah, I'm down, but... I really tried to read the red flags as much as I could while still being open to a message, but maybe that's not... Yeah, right. You pulled over for a dude flagging you down on the road. No, like, he's not that's even... That's the first red flag and the one that should tell you not to pull over. Why do people keep saying that? <laughs> I would never. You would never? I love I'd stop and roll down my window and say, what the fuck do you want? No, I always, like, ever since I was a kid, I would always try to talk to people in other cars and be like, yeah, you want to exchange numbers and let's hit up a party later. Like, that kind of cool, like, I momentum. Don't do that, but you were from a different time. Yeah, and like, you're acting much like. more I'm acceptable. Fr- no, it was not. They had cell phones back then. I'm weird. <laughs> I love having those real serendipitous moments of magic and, like, electricity. That's great. Yeah, that's what I live for. Until you get kidnapped and sold. I mean, yeah, it's led to a lot of bad things in my life, but do you let the magic die? <laughs> Just because of a couple of rotten apples in your magical don't let the magic hat. die, but you don't continue to make the same mistakes. Well, I didn't. I didn't pull into the first one, but I feel like people are being very judgmental mm, of was, my possibility no, 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 of death. That was a good move, going into public. Yeah, good move. No one ever gives me credit where credit is due. <laughs> it's due there. Thank credit. You, thank you. Wow, Cody's really hard on me, and he's like 10 years younger than me. (laughs) I've never pulled over for someone flagging me down on the road, though. What if it was like someone saying, like, Cody, and you're like, how do you know my name? And they're like, pull over, I got a message for you. Well, then I'd stop. Yeah. I wouldn't stop long, and my car would be in drive. See, I guess I don't, I don't have, like, that intense fear, but I think because I don't have that assumption. Think about being raised by Logan's mom. Yeah, I just the don't like to that live in fear. In you. My mom. I don't live in fear, but at the same time, I, feel like I keep as my a wits woman, about me. I feel like as a woman, like they want you to instill this fear in you, and I was always like felt held back by the things that I wanted to do because only men could do them. Mm. So like, or like biking by myself, like thirty miles. You know, like they'd be like, "Oh, you need someone to go with you. That's not safe." Or you need someone to follow you in a car, and it's like. I just want to do shit. Like, I just want to live my life to the fullest without being held back because some psycho might do something to me. And that's when she started fighting everybody. Well, that probably was. <laughs> in my late teens, I started punching everybody that got in my way. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That'll solve it. And now I don't have to punch anybody because I don't have friends left. And so thank you guys for tuning in. This has been a wonderful episode yet to be named. Are you cutting it there? And thank you, Cody. Just about the story? Thank you, Cody, for coming on my show where we didn't talk about anything that you were expecting. Bye.